Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, they came back at us, the buggers, the Aussie Diamonds. Uh, they pushed go, pushed the go button um, and uh, demolished the Silver Ferns last night. Court side was Courtney Tyree and, uh, oh, she's not quite there yet, not quite there. She's, uh, I think she's transferred to Queensland because it was Melbourne last night and it is um, the Gold Coast on Sunday, I think it is. Yeah, Gold Coast on Sunday. Um, so we're going to catch up with her uh, right about now. Coco, Courtney, Tyree. Uh, kia ora. Kilda. How many stamps have you got in your passport? <laughs> I know. I think I'm running out of pages, to be honest. <laughs> you, are, you are the most travelled pre, during and post-COVID uh, sports person I know, and good on you doing a great job. But uh, the netball last night, that performance from Australia last night was what I thought we'd see in Game 2. They were, they were disappointing Game 1. Um, we saw the real Australia last night. We did, and I think Dame Nolene, she uh, spoke about it last night too. She said she was expecting it for Game 2. I think we were all expecting it in Game 2, and it didn't quite come out in New Zealand. And then last night, it's oh, they were a completely different team. And I don't know what they did. I was trying to see, but I don't know what they did before that match to fire themselves up. But I can tell you they came out ready, and it, it really was, from my perspective, right on the sideline. don't know what it looked like on TV, but they came out ready to crash and bash and play a very, very physical, hard one-on-one game like we know the Australians do. Yeah, it was, um, Captain Cage just told me, it's the first time they've played at home for three years, the Australian Diamonds, which is a long, long time. It was led by, uh, I think, Courtney Bruce set the scene down the back. I would hate to have her marking me. Um, She might end up with uh, sore ribs or black eyes. She'd be so frustrating to be marking you. But across the court, they... It was, in, it was the same team, but it was a new team. Um, and it's it's surprising it took them to be 2-0 down to find that. So they were amazing. What part of the Silver Ferns disappointed you? For me, I think a lot of the time on attack, we only had one option to the ball. So, And then if that was covered, we didn't have any other options. And I think you saw we went backwards a lot. And then I think... You know, for some of the girls, they even said it to me after. They were just sort of, like, shocked at at what was being put out there by the Australians compared to the first two matches. So it also took them, the Silver Ferns, a bit of time to get used to that. And I think it took them too long to settle in. And then, you know, we call it, uh, or the, we call it the koala backpack. Like, you know, when you play Australia, you're going to have that player right there on you the whole game. And I think some players, it took them a while to get used to that and they'll just get him pushed off the ball or like you run a line and you think that's where the ball should go and then if you if you watch the game it's almost like why did they throw that ball there but it's because the Australian defense was so good they're they're running you off the line that you want to run and I think it took the ferns far too long 
to get used to that and to adapt to that. But also, we actually did get quite a lot of ball in turnover. We just weren't converting that. We weren't making the most of those opportunities. You know, we got we narrowed the score line down and then we just let it blow out again. And it was almost like we're just fighting the whole game to get within reach. And, you know, I take my hat off to her, especially Courtney Bruce, you're right. She was phenomenal in that goalkeeper bib uh, for the Diamonds, especially with her, I'd say, her her best partner down the defensive end, Joe Weston. She was added to the Diamonds out at goal defence. And I think they just lifted the whole team and you could see it throughout the court. Yeah, it was um, it was quite alarming, and uh, the, just the general chit chat around here, and even before that game was played, was um, the loss of Petitoyava because she was the marked difference in those first two test matches. And when you're talking about that koala backpack, and I know exactly what you're talking about, because she could shackle herself free from whoever was defending her, it created gaps elsewhere in the court. Even though she got free, it created other gaps. We didn't have anyone. Um, take the mantle and the disruption that Peta Toyava created in the first two tests. Yeah, 100%. And Peta, she's such a crafty and clever player. She reminds me of those old school wing attacks, whereas I feel like today's wing attacks, they're used to just kind of, I guess, that grind and that running, which which the Australians love to play against. And I think when when Peta played the Australians, the wing defenders had never come up against that before and they were just like, oh my goodness, what is happening here? And you're right, she creates opportunities for others on court and she's able to get rid of her defenders or she's so crafty that she's given them something else to think about. And we didn't have that last night, but I think, I mean, it, I think it shows the level of player that Petter is as well as the other players out there. But I think you can just see the difference in what Petter adds to the Silver Ferns and that, that point of difference. And then I know there's a lot of players that, I mean, a lot of people who are saying, why aren't these players there? Or why aren't other players in the Silverstone squad getting opportunities? And then when when it comes up last night, you know, it was time for them to really step up. But I don't think any of them um, stepped up enough in comparison to what Petra put out in the first two tests. And the one I always look at, because we always talk about shooting percentage, but I like looking at shots made, whether they go in or not, because that shows you're getting the ball in the, you got the opportunity to score. Now, Australia had 73 shot attempts, New Zealand only had 49, and I can't remember, that's a huge disparity. So they've had 24 more shots at goal than the Silver Ferns. Yeah, that's just that I like looking at too. And when I saw it at the end of the match last night, I was blown away. I knew that Australia put up a lot more than us, whereas in the first two tests, it was almost about even. But our, because our shooting percentage was so good, uh, we obviously scored more. But when I saw how many more shots Australia put up last night, I, I actually couldn't believe it. And then, But when you look back at the game, just the defensive pressure that they put on us is just we couldn't even get the ball, I guess, into that circle, into that shooting range. And, you know, I spoke to Grace Mickey last night. I interviewed her and she even said she needs to go back and look at it because she wants more ball. So she said for her personally, she needs to figure out how she can create opportunities for herself to get her hands on more ball. But I think just, I mean, it's a big job. Noel said it last night. They've only got a few days turnaround and a lot of changes need to be to be made. So I think a big focus for the Ferns coming into these tests is how do they get their hands on board defensively. I think they, they did that great in the first two tests, maybe not so much last night, but their big focus now for Test 4 is going to be how do they get the ball 
into the circle and to the shooters in good shooting position. Uh, as good as Grace is, and she's still on a development pathway, and she is fantastic, and her accuracy is unbelievable. Um, and I know, like her career, as short as as it is, she's incredibly effective down uh, adjacent to the goal. She's bought herself out high. Um, but she looks a little bit all at sea when she comes out towards the edge of the circle. Doesn't look comfortable out there, but she's forcing herself out there. Is that still a development part of her game? Yeah, 100%. You're right. She wants to go out and help, and she wants I, to add that to her game because obviously she is such a strong target and holding target, and she wants to be able to add it to her game. And I think her being in camp with Maya Wilson is really good because Maya used to be that kind of shooter where she had a really strong hold. But now you've seen Maya, she adds that running to her game. She's coming out of the circle, which I thought the change could have been made earlier to bring Maya on just to change what the Australian defenders had to think about. So for Grace, I mean, we forget she's so young. She's only 20 and, and you're right. She's still on that development. She's trying to add that to her game. And I mean, I take my hat off to her for trying it against the Diamonds and to see what that's like. So I think it'll be a work on for the Ferns. Or if they do need a moving circle, I think the coaches need to make that change earlier to put Meyer on. The other change that I really liked in Test 2 that we didn't see last night was moving Kate Heffernan into centre um, because she's she's a very good defensive player. And the ease with which the ball was going through midcourt, getting into the circle for Australia, that needed that, that, that leak in the dam had to be stopped. And I thought they could have done something like that. Do you think the Ferns did enough to address the ease of passage of Australia ball? No, absolutely not. And I spoke to Norma Plummer last night and she just said, the Ferns defenders, they need to try something different. And I love that Kate Heffernan at centre. So I would have, and I liked in Test 2 where she was centre. You had Johnson and Karika all out the front of the circle. So I would have loved to see that. And even put Whitney Sooners back to wing attack. Mm. And just to see what that could have done. I mean, it probably was an opportunity to try it last night, but... Yeah, you're right. I like Kate Heffernan because she is such a defensive player. And when she's in the middle of the court, she has that ability to go hunting or help the defensive. Plus, she's very tall for a centre, which also helps to block the vision of the Australians. So, I mean, Staff, you you could have maybe made... When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.